Burst of Hope podcast with your co-hosts, Kim Stanley and Martha Wilson. Who couldn't use a little hope, encouragement, and inspiration? Tune in every week as we share heart-to-heart conversation with other hope seekers. Join us at the table for real talk that will meet you right where you are. So go ahead, press pause on worry, overwhelm, and crazy, and breathe in God of hope. Well, friends, we welcome you to episode 10 of A Burst of Hope. We are delighted that you are with us again today, and I can't think of a better season to talk about hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so over the next few weeks, Kim and I are looking forward to talking about the hope of Christmas, and uh, we've just been chatting here this morning a little bit about Advent, and uh, Kim, I told you that that word is new to me mm-hmm. in recent years. I didn't grow up hearing about Advent or celebrating Advent. I don't know if you did or not. Mm-hmm. I, I actually did. Yeah, I grew up in a church that celebrated Advent and with the candles and in the liturgical um, readings every Sunday. So yeah, I was familiar with Advent, but of course, this side of the cross for me, personally experiencing Jesus, it means so much more in these days and continues to, you know, Mm -hmm. as the years progress. Yes, yeah, and I love the years that I have known about Advent and just celebrating the coming of Christ and Um, As we were saying earlier, we kind of thought that Advent meant waiting, but Mm -hmm. we learned that it means coming Mm -hmm. or the arrival, the arrival of the Messiah. Mm -hmm. And um, what I'm loving about Advent is over the last few years, Ed and I have been sharing in an Advent devotion, and Mm -hmm. I read on the front of it just this week, it's one that Louis Giglio put out, and it says, Advent, a journey to hope. Oh, and I love that. that perfect. That is perfect. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I love this time of year. I I think I love it more as the years go by, you know, even even in all the changes that we experience in our life, you know, with our kids grown up and grandkids and families spread out, but Advent is just it just is a beautiful time to really take hold of what Christ has done for us and to celebrate. I I feel hope rising up in me even now, even though if you look all around or you think about maybe what your circumstances are, you would see no reason to necessarily hope. But Advent just that is that expectation of waiting on Jesus and knowing that he has, he is the hope and that he has come. And um, yeah, I love it. I love it. I do too. And I like when the focus is more about the preparation. Mm -hmm. You know how you always say it's not the event, it's the journey to the event and I'm coming to love that more and Mm -hmm. more about Christmas as a matter of fact I want to diminish what Christmas has always meant to Mm -hmm. me I mean I don't mean I want to get rid of all the traditions right but all of the glitter and the tinsel Mm -hmm. and the shopping and what do I get for who and will they like it you know I hate all of that Mm -hmm. part and all the Mm -hmm. pressure of decorating and baking and Mm-hmm. I but I love the pondering mm-hmm. and the just thinking reliving the story of Christ's birth and what it means to us but um, this we're going to camp out today with this waiting mm-hmm. and just waiting on the coming of Christ waiting to celebrate 
um, what he's done for us. And, you know, waiting, it's not always easy, is it? It's not. And I think waiting is one of those things that we all have in common. All of us as humans are either are in a period of waiting or we will be soon. And waiting comes you know, everyone waits on something. Sometimes we're waiting on big things. You know, we're waiting on um, God to help deliver our children from something, or we're waiting for God to bring hope from a grieving time, or, you know, we've, but sometimes every day of, I'm waiting for a phone call, you know, I'm waiting for this job situation to change. I'm, I'm waiting for a financial uh, relief, you know, people right now, young, you know, parents raising children to them. And I mean, we were there too. Being yeah. able to give gifts to your children is a, is a, an important thing. And when you feel like there's no resources there to help do that, you feel hopeless because you want to bless your children. Well, God wants to bless his children. So that's a very important thing. So if you're in that season, we understand that we've been there, even though it's not so much the gifts, it's the, it's the blessing you want to give to your kids. And so, yeah, you're hoping for some, some financial blessing so you can bless your children. So we all have times where we're waiting. And I love that God says, I, I was looking at Psalm 40 and, yeah. and this really spoke to me. And there's so many Psalms about waiting, but a couple days ago I was reading this and um, I love it because it starts right out from the first verse. It says, I waited patiently for the Lord. Waiting is one thing. Waiting patiently is a whole nother thing, yes. <laughs> you know, because we have to wait. Sometimes it's not always instantaneous when when we long or are, are waiting for God, that he comes in and gives us the answer right away. So we have to learn to be patient. But in that word, in those two words together, I sense that expectation. I waited patiently for the Lord because I know he's going to come through. And the, la- the next line says, he did. He inclined to me and heard my cry. So that inclines like he bent his ear down oh, to me that. and he heard my cry. So I love that too. He's so personal. He's so right there in the middle of of us. And so when you're waiting, we can wait patiently and expectantly because we know the Lord bends down to hear our cry. And then it says, he drew me up out of the pit of destruction. So whatever pit of destruction you may be in, you know, you may be like, just swishing your toilets today and feel like you're in a oh, bit no. of that destruction. It can, you, be. it can be. Yeah, or you may be in a really heavy, um, scary time, but God hears, you know, we wait, God inclines his ear, and then he draws us up from the pit of destruction, and he puts our feet on a rock, and that rock is that solid, secure place that we only have in him, you know, because he is the rock. And we've, we've talked about that there. Yes. Everything else can be shifting around us, but he sets us on the rock, which is himself. Yeah. And that's and the he, place to stand yes, firmly. Yes. Is to stand on him. For sure. Yeah. He makes our steps secure. And um, in that, it's funny, but years ago, the next verse in that Psalm, the Lord gave to me as I was praying about our ministry, you know, my husband and I are in worship ministry and have been for 30 years. And this has probably been 10 years ago or more that I was, I was praying. And I thought, well, this is the theme of our, of our ministry. I would pray it for my husband and I. But verse 3 of that psalm says, after he's done all this, delivered us and set our feet on a rock, he put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. And in my one of my Bibles, I wrote worship evangelism because that just kind of for me, that's what we are called to do. We mm-hmm. sing the truths of God um, 
We sing in response to what God has done for us. Mm-hmm. And it says, many will see in fear and put their trust in the Lord. And that's our opportunity to how, you know, that's how we think of our ministries. We're sharing the gospel and song and trusting God to, you know, work in people's lives. But you think how powerful yes. music is. And it is, This Cam. season. Yeah, but you and Joe have just, your ministry is so beautiful. And that God sends you out all over. People don't realize how far and wide that you all have been and go to share in song and not just song ministering out of your your life the broken places in your life you give your stories away so freely Mm. and then the songs that help you sing what is in your heart and then those songs um, reach out to a listener and strikes a chord within the listener that does a work in our hearts and Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm so appreciative of your Ministry. I know that you all were singing for a Christmas celebration <laughs> last evening, yes. and I just had you in my heart. So I could see mm-hmm. you and Papa Joe, it's what I call <laughs> Kim's husband. I could see the two of you just ministering to the crowd that was gathered, and just great appreciation. And I thank God that for that verse. Mm-hmm. That he just read that yeah. verse again. It's Psalm forty-three. It says he put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Yes, love it, love it. So we move, a song can move our hearts Mm -hmm. to trust Mm -hmm. in the Lord. Yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking too of the Christmas CD. You all produced that many years ago. I don't know how many, but it is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And I think so much because... It has so many old, wonderful songs of the season. And I love the new Christmas songs. I love new music that comes out. Just heard one last night that I'm just in love with. But sometimes the treasured songs of the past get mm-hmm. lost between the new ones and Grandma Got Run Over by <laughs> Reindeer. Yeah. Um, so I just, I wanted to bring that up because I'm hoping that our friends that are listening in on the podcast can check that out and we'll put it in the show notes of how they can grab a CD and just hear these beautiful songs of the season. Yeah, thank you. Um, Yeah, we feel blessed that we were able to do a Christmas CD uh, a few years ago, but uh, you know, like you said, those songs are timeless and um, they they have meant so much to us over the years and I, I think about the songs of Christmas, you know, the whole world is hearing the songs of Christmas right now. Yeah. When you think about that, it doesn't really matter if, you know, whether you are a Christian or not, you're hearing the songs of Christmas. And I love that, you know, mm-hmm. how, uh, how that's happening. And um, we sing, you know, those songs of Christmas are telling about what God has done. And that's why we sing. We sing because we're telling what God has done for us. I, when I was young, um, I mean, I wanted to be a singer from the time I remember. And I, I even got in trouble <laughs> singing too loud. Not you, Kim. I did. I got in trouble for singing too loud in church. I got made fun of oh. for singing too loudly in church. But you know, this is so funny. It's coming back to me. I have a memory of singing. That was when I went to school. We had one day where we would go and go to church and do the whole church thing. And I just loved to sing. I remember I was in second grade. And I sang the songs loud. I loved them. And I remember the kids like, listen to her. She's singing so loud, you know. Um, <laughs> anyway, and then I remember, but I, I got that from my dad. And I remember oh. sitting in church beside him. And in the church I went to, it was a little more 
subdued back then. Nobody really sang mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> Me and my dad in the, in the row. But I would hear his voice. I'd be like, ah, I like that. And I would just sing with him. So that was a fun That's memory. That's a wonderful yeah. daddy it, memory it that is, just popped it really up. It is. Yeah, he gave, yeah, I think he gave me that. Mm-hmm. But And then later on, um, through school and high school, I just was always drawn to musicals, musical theater, Broadway. That's what I wanted to do. And I just was, as we were talking, I thought, you know, I went to school for that, but I went in a different direction. You know, God intervened in our story and put Joe and I together and and really brought us to himself. And our music took a whole different turn. But when I think about the desire of my heart back then was to sing the stories because I love musicals because, you know, when the words aren't enough, you have to put them to music. You just have to, you have to sing a song. Some people don't understand but that's why I love musicals is because you know what it's just not enough to say it you got to put it to music and there's such power in that and I think I didn't get to do that but what we get to do now is tell the story through music his story and I just thought oh I'm so blessed that we get to do that so you know even these little girl desires of your heart that God gives he he takes them over the years and and transforms them and shapes them but he really does give them to you. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. And, yeah. you know, that's that fulfillment of the promise that God will give you the desires of yeah. your heart. Mm-hmm. And those are things that it's not just I want this, I want that. It is God-given desires that yeah. I believe are woven into our makeup that he's put right down in the fibers of our being, that this is mm-hmm. who you are and this is how I'm going to live my story through you. And your story that you've just shared with us, that precious memory, mm-hmm. is such a picture of that, that it was there. And um, I could, I can almost picture you as that little girl looking up at your dad mm-hmm. singing so loudly. But to see that now you get to proclaim his message, his story, not just mm-hmm. the story of a Christmas, but the story of his life, the stories and the songs of hope. Yes. that he pushes down in you. And um, I, and I love it, too, that sometimes he drops a song in you and allows mm. you to write a new song, sing a new song yes. unto him. That's right, yeah. But we all can do that. Yes, even we can. All of us, even that don't have the musical gifting um, that you and Joe do, just to sing to the Lord. And, yes. Oh, my goodness, to fill our homes and our vehicles with sounds of praise and worship um, always, but Mm -hmm. especially at this time, that we not forget. Because everything about the world takes our attention to a different place Mm -hmm. about Christmas. Mm -hmm. I remember, you know, I used to get so um, aggravated that when we would, I would walk into a store, you know, and it wasn't even October and Christmas was already out. And I'm like, really? Why, 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 why do we have Christmas stuff coming out so early? Yeah. And I know what it's about. It's commercialism. Mm-hmm. I know that. They, they have a strategy. But one day God shifted that mm-hmm. in me. Because we know the true story, the true meaning of Christmas is the birth of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And they may not agree with that. They may not be... Um, setting up all that they are setting up to celebrate the birth of Jesus. But we know it. It, And so now I can walk in the stores and I'm like, all of this is about a different thing to you. But all of this big to do is about my Savior's birthday. And so that's just a perspective change. Mm -hmm. 
And you know, when Christmas is difficult, when holidays are difficult, to have the perspective of what Christmas really is like, sometimes you have to dig for it. Yeah. And I think that's what um, the way our conversation's going today, but I think that's what music does. Mm. And it's like those old songs begin to play and it can take us back to a precious memory. Mm -hmm. And we need to go back and remember. Yes, and really, we are remembering Christ's birth. We're we're not right. waiting for His coming. He's He's already come. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're waiting for His second coming. Yes, but His coming, we are remembering that He did come. Yes, and I'm making a preparation of my heart for Him mm-hmm. to come in my heart mm-hmm. in a fresh and new way right. now to prepare Him room in our hearts. Right for, like you said, all the things that can distract us from what the real meaning of Christmas is. We prepare him room in Advent to say, you know, come in this messy manger, Lord, and bring your hope. Because you have come to bring hope. I wanna, I'm just receiving it. I'm receiving your hope that you've brought to me on wow. Christmas. Yeah. So our heart can actually be like that messy yeah, manger? I think so. Yeah. We feel like our hearts are, you know, dirty and smelly. And, yeah. And not a pretty place like a, you know, you, they couldn't find a room in the inn and they had to go to a manger. And we, our hearts can look like the manger and we or we feel like they do. But yeah. what a perfect place. I and mean, that's the perfect place that Jesus wants to come into and give his life to. Uh, I love yeah. it. And he's not afraid of messy places. No, he's not. He? And no. he comes in and he cleans up and... You know, we know that he makes us brand new and clean through salvation. But daily, don't we need him Mm -hmm. to come and bring cleanness and freshness and life to our messy lives, our messy world? And that's why we say the hope of the world is Jesus. Yes. And the world, this messy world, (laughs) needs Jesus. And that'd be powerful prayer for Mm -hmm. us just to pray during this season yes it would you're right the world needs jesus whether they realize it or not yeah we know he knows too Mm -hmm. he's so good was there anything else in that from that psalm 40 that um you wanted to share i don't know if i got us off course but it's beautiful i i just i think towards the end i just love that you know it talks about singing in the congregation and how uh you said not all of us can sing. All, I mean, David was a psalmist. He wrote these songs years ago, and we're still singing them. <laughs> but we can all write a song. Yeah, I was remembering one time in Touching Hearts a few years ago when I was leading worship, and I encouraged the ladies. I had a big board and markers, and I said, during this, I'm just going to, I think we read a little scripture, and I just played some music. I said, I want you all to write a song. And so they came up, and they started writing words of praise to God, just one-liners. And I took that. And we made a song out of it. I forgot. One of those I put on the CD, but another one is still deep in my notes. But it was just so beautiful because you just take what's in your heart, prayer as a prayer to God, and write it out. And we added some music to it. So everybody can write a song and sing a new song to God. Oh, that's encouraging. So, um, okay, friends, listen (laughs) to the podcast. Let's write a song. Yes. Praise to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Great. Yes, yes, because he's worthy of that. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a lot of new music coming out of this i hope so but make sure you share it with us because you know we yes. love new music yes please do great um, yeah so kim when 
<clears throat> I was thinking of our podcast today, I came upon Psalm 130 and just the whole Advent and waiting and you know we we learned that hope actually means expectantly yes, waiting yes and the psalm that the Lord led me to was 130 and it says I wait for the Lord I expectantly wait and in his word do I hope mm. I am looking and I am waiting for the Lord more than a watchman waits for the morning And that just makes my heart leap mm, because that's wonderful. waiting on the Lord and waiting in His Word, we put our hope in His Word. And yes, it can be a phrase. It can be one word. It can be the literal God's Word. Mm -hmm. It can be promises of His Word. But what it stirred in me too is just um, waiting on His Word that is promised. You know, the Bible is just full of prophecy And words of, of Jesus' birth that was mm. prophesied so long ago mm -hmm. of his coming. And I guess as a as a new believer, you know, I thought that the things of the Old Testament that when it was a prophetic word, when it you know, just like in Isaiah writing about Christ's birth, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the Messiah that would come, I just thought they went back and wrote that. You know, mm -hmm. oh it happened and then They wrote about it, yes. but no, mm -hmm. it was prophesied of in the Old Testament, mm. and it was fulfilled. And so I have so much hope um, in not just the promises of God's Word that I hang on to daily, but the prophecies of God's Word, mm. that every word that is written there, that is spoken, that is prophesied by God, will come to be. Yes. yes and that yeah. as we are celebrating the coming, the arrival of Christ, that our eyes are set on and our hope is in the word that says that he will come again. Mm -hmm. And life as we know it right here will not always be as we know it right now. Right. And we started out talking about, you know, the waiting And some are waiting in some really, really hard seasons mm -hmm. that you think will not ever come to an end. It will not ever be over. But life as we know it here will come to an end. The messy, the hard, the painful, the suffering, there is such hope that there is an end to that mm -hmm. because Jesus who came as a baby died as a man and sits today at the right mm -hmm. hand of the Father. And one day, and I believe soon, <laughs> one day he's coming again, mm -hmm. and he yes. will gather us up as his bride to meet him in the clouds. Amen. And then one day his feet will come and touch <laughs> this earth, and he will be known as King of Kings, and every knee will bow, right. and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Amen. And that day wow. will come. Yes. But for now, we wait and we prepare our hearts. We make room in our hearts for Him to come and take up residence, to mm -hmm. come and set up His kingdom in our heart right now. Mm -hmm. And while we're waiting and while we're preparing, that our hearts are filled with His Word and our hearts are filled with expectancy and the songs of this season to stir up all of that in us and yes. give us a great anticipation. Amen.
Amen. That was wonderful, Martha. And thank you, Kim, for sharing your heart today. And friends, we thank you for joining in today and listening to um, episode 10 of A Burst of Hope. And we pray that hope has entered into your heart today. And we look forward to sharing with you again next week. So until then, take a deep breath and wait. Friends, thank you for joining us today for A Burst of Hope. Until next week, go ahead, receive his overflowing.